back with a very special mini pod cast of Pin Noise versus the World. My name is Harald Hilseth. My name is Jess Wanich. And I, I don't know what you want to call this, Jess. Maybe we can call this episode 3.5. But 3.5. Yeah, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll actually out of the city for the first time in what seems like is over 13, 14 calendar months over a, a year vacation. now. Well-deserved um, vacation, man. Well-deserved with other vaccinated people. Don't use it as an excuse to go take your own <laughs> vacations without getting vaccinated because I've gotten vaccinated. So has Jess. He is well on his way. But by the time this is out, it'll be my way past my two weeks since my second shot. Hell yeah. And looking forward to hanging out with some good friends of mine who I have not seen in a very long time. And I wish uh, the same to all of the listeners out there that you'll also get a chance to do this at some point. But I'm not going to tell you where I am. You'll have to take your guesses. Um, hit me up on Instagram. Don't. I, I don't want anyone to know where I am. <laughs> I <laughs> mysterious nowhere in the world is where i will be you'll never find me but um while i'm out of town um jess and i wanted to put out uh, a mini pod a shorter version of our normal long form um episodes on a topic and who knows maybe we'll do this from time to time in the future and this is just the first one of many um but what we wanted to go through is the very controversial topic of seattle tourism spots as two locals that have taken Everyone from my cousins from Norway to my friends from right across the Puget Sound in Bainbridge <laughs> around the city, right? You know, the furthest point ever. You know, have you ever taken any uh, out-of-town tourists of your family or friends around the city? I mean, yes. I, in the city, of course. But, like, if we're talking out-of-town, like, Bremerton is as far deep as, like, I've been. But, you <laughs> know, we'll, we'll touch on that in our uh, little, yeah. little rankings right here. But uh, I want to tell the people what, what we're yeah. ranking today. Oh, yeah. So we're going with the classic uh, tier system. We're starting off with S tier and then going A, B, C, D respectfully down the line. <laughs> and we have poured through our top spots in Seattle um, to take your friends, family, um, anyone that you want to go take on a little tour around around Seattle. These are our opinions on one of the best to quite literally the worst that our city has to offer. And we have a lot in between as well. So we spent days, Jess. No, I mean, we really like only spent like an hour on this. But hey, <laughs> yeah, that's how you know it's genuine. That's how you know we're giving it to you straight. You know what I mean? Peer reviewed. But Conducted do you think there are any? Uh, channel, man. Oh, 100%. Yeah, shout out um, Kevin Schilling. Peer reviewed yes. by Kevin Schilling yes. this episode. Our uh, junior consultant. Um, I don't know. Senior junior, consultant. Yeah, we... We don't like pay him. I, I don't know if he wants to get paid. I, I don't know if that's the move in the future, but um kevin if you're listening to this um i'll probably edit this out anyways but a true uh, public servant yeah, we're not paying you a true <laughs> servant of the people <laughs> this kevin segment has gone on for way too long yeah are there any uh are there any spicy takes any hot takes in this list that you're thinking about jess that we're going to share with the people you know just based on our own like personal experiences we think there are some spicy takes you know we asked our junior consultant kevin Schilling. he definitely had some spicy takes junior spicy takes so we hope to share this with you hopefully you know we don't get roasted for our takes but um yeah we're just excited to jump into this and before we jump into this 
tier list of ours. Um, we wanted to just remind the listeners that if uh, by this point we'll be about a month into the podcast and we're uh, happy to finally confirm with y'all that you can find us on Apple Podcasts now, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. You can also check us out on our website, pinoisverses.org. That's P-I-N-O-Y-S-V-S dot O-R-G. With that being said, I think it's about time we jump into it. Do you want to get this uh, started, Jess, with the honorable mention? You know, give a little background where we couldn't include these picks in the actual tier list itself. Yeah, let's get it started. So the way that we have this set up, we went from S, A, B, C, D, and then our honorable mentions at the bottom. But again, we still honor them with our own appreciation. So starting off this honorable mention list, we got the new convention center. If y'all don't know, the old Washington State Convention Center, you know, located along that I-5 stretch, has hosted the Emerald City Comic Con, a lot of different conventions. But this one, it's going to be massive. You want to talk about like the impact that this new one's going to bring, Harold? Oh my, I I literally had just found out about it today and I can't believe it wasn't even on my radar. But if you're from the city, if you if you know the area a lot, it's going to be that part in that plot of, of land across the street from the Paramount Theater. Um, it's what, is that like four city blocks or it's like two full city blocks? Yeah. It's just going to be completely committed. It's enormous. Yeah. I, it's yeah. like 90,000 like square feet of like of material of raw materials are going to be used to build up the yeah. structure itself. Yeah. There's going to be a, like a third story, um, a third story, uh, park there. There's going to be surrounded by activities for the city to get involved with. Um, we, we do have a tier list ranking for downtown. <laughs> um, and we do fully believe that downtown's tier listing will change when the new convention center opens. Um, but it's a full glass structure. It's amazing. You got everything from Emerald City Comic Con uh, to, I mean, a plethora of really well attended convention centers in the city. And hopefully there's going to be um, some usage for it outside of normal conventions. Uh, they're also going to be uh, several uh, hundred units, hopefully about that number. Of affordable housing that are going to be in the area too, revitalizing uh, our need for affordable housing in the city, along with a new convention center to really uh, prop up the city a little bit more here and there going into the future. Um, yeah, this is uh, again to our junior correspondent Kevin. Uh, <laughs> you know, not technically a part of of Seattle; it's its own uh, entity. But shout out Burien, just south of the uh, great. Um, south end of seattle i mean yeah, it's just <laughs> south it's just it's as south as you can get until yeah. you hit tacoma um but shout out burian yeah burian's a is a bustling young city um right outside of un- unincorporated uh king county mm-hmm. uh with a lot of great little businesses and and shops and food especially the food oh my gosh jess you, you've been there before burian's food scene is just it's not even slept on at this point if you're not yeah. if you don't know about burian's <laughs> uh just food scene in general you got to you got to pull up. It's about 30 minutes south mm-hmm. of uh, central Seattle. But shout out Burien. Um, and uh, not, we don't want to shout out Ride the Duck, but we're going to mention Ride the Duck, regardless of the fact that Ride the Duck is now bankrupt and no longer a menace to society. Yeah. Um, obviously, that goes with also saying that, you know, one of the sadder parts with Ride the Duck before getting to the annoying parts of everyday life, but, you know, just everything that happened in 2015 with. Uh, the horrible deaths of five people, I, you know, that were just on the ride, the duck and um, got into a horrible crash and, um, 
you know, it was near the Aurora Bridge, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, rest in peace to those folks. Uh, but Ride the Duck, after that, it just really couldn't rebound. Um, but as they are in most major U.S. cities, and I'm not even sure. They're in other cities, right, Jazz? Yeah, I but I think imagine. they're, like, named, like, something else. Yeah. But they're they have, different like, things. Boat, like, with, like, operation stuff. Yeah. Right. There is nothing worse other than them obviously proving to be a very unsafe, like, just tourist attraction in general. And they always have been like, it's a car that can go in the water. Like it's always <laughs> suspicious. And the worst part about it for everyday folks, like just for the last 20 odd years, however long we've just been alive, just like I could always remember being downtown with my parents and just hearing everyone quack at the locals and then quack, quack, quack. They have God, a hate that, thing bro. in their mouth, bro. The Donald like, Duck. Look, we we're just living here, you Donald Duck looking like, come on, it's not okay. <laughs> and luckily enough, they're no longer in the city. But we would, if we can't mention Seattle tourism sites without mentioning uh, Ride the Duck as quite possibly being the worst. If there was a Z tier, Ride the Duck immediately. They give you nothing. They give you nothing. Just go on a boat. Just go on your rent a boat. Like, don't go on Ride the Duck. Like, yes, good stuff like that. <laughs> but we're going to start off with D tier. Uh, Jess and I don't think this is controversial at all. Uh, nope. But Gumwall first, yeah. first, oh like l- last, first to last, it is the la- first last spot in D tier. Gumwall. Yeah, I mean, have I, any, have, uh, I have, I have my memories of the Gumwall. I have my memories of the Gumwall. You know, just like seeing it for the first time, I was like, okay, why do people want to go here? Obviously, to put gum on a freaking wall but like on a wall yeah. But of course, like with everything now, like going on with COVID, it's like who wants to like put they're like germs all over a piece of gum oh. stick it to a wall with other people's gum and germs on a wall like i i just think that's so like unhygienic man you, you gotta i i don't know what the hype is about but <laughs> no it is no, that's my take enough, man <laughs> there is not there is not enough hand sanitizer on this heavenly earth that could get rid of the germs you pick up from touching <laughs> that wall. But we also have at D tier, um, slightly ahead of Gumwall, the entire downtown district. Mm. Now, this might be the beginning of our spicy taste. As you would imagine, downtowns <laughs> and vibrant cities across the United States are normally a place that you would want to go and take your family or friends to from out of town. But especially, you know, again, after like sadly after the COVID-19 outbreaks, and pandemic worldwide like business districts especially in cities in the u.s and specifically here in seattle it's taken a huge knock so you've already got like the main reason people go down there which is you know to buy things it's a business shopping business district before all but you know there are there are places like the new convention center could have probably propped this up just what do you think about that like if it existed because, I mean, it's like, could you, like, Pacific places, like, and, and like, old game works and, like, AMC movies and stuff yeah. like that would always be the move downtown. Yeah. But other than, like, the holidays, there's not really, like, the holidays are really cool to be downtown. It's, it's, right, it's, right. it's, it's a vibe. It's We're amazing. entering a new generation um, of downtown Seattle, I think. Yeah. All the old true, heads true. don't, don't no, when, know anymore. Yeah. Everything's gone. 100%. Yeah. I mean, my parents have an entirely different view of downtown or just like yeah. really like bummed to see it get hit the way it is. And it's, it's just not something I relate to as much, but I, yeah. I understand totally like where, where where it used to be and where it is now. Right. Um, But, you know, we'd be remiss not to mention another uh, D tier downtown area, um, Bellevue. Yes. <laughs> this is for all y'all that think Bellevue is a part of Seattle. This it's is not. It's really not. It's not okay. 
it is its own mecca and look homies from bellevue i got nothing against you i go to bellevue mall every holidays because i can't go downtown anymore i'm not shopping at zara bro i need those affordable choices <laughs> no that's the move but on a budget dude but hey look around the around around the clock around the year you're not really taking your your friends at it from out of town to downtown bellevue or or downtown seattle unless it's the holiday season bellevue also has a really dope holiday setup you know as most cities kind of do lights everywhere little fun activities um for all ages um but yeah just bellevue in general because like look you're not you're not seattle and people think that bellevue is a suburb of seattle it's like no mm. you have to cross a whole floating bridge to get there. <laughs> that doesn't make it a suburb mercer island's barely a suburb of seattle it's not That's either, true bro. again got homies got great friends from mercer island but you're not from Se- this is not seattle but with that slanderous um <laughs> terminology out of the way um we also need to shout out or not shout out rather bezos's balls the amazon spheres rather but everyone knows them as the balls they are quite possibly one of the worst they they define d tier they define bottom of the barrel things that people from out of town want to see it's <laughs> whack it is just so you tell me about it just tell me about look it. look if you have if you're a multi-billion billionaire like you are jeff bezos right and you bring in plants from all over the world just to fit in these like <laughs> three spherical balls in downtown. They're just in the middle. Just in the, the like, middle. Like, why? What, what did Belltown used to be? You can just go up to Volunteer Park Greenhouse, see a whole bunch of local, like, native plants instead of having to bring these invasive ass species into this like oh man man I, I could just go on about it but like i don't know if you want to see well, plants, it's like it, you don't it's need like to the, go into a glass house for that you know it's like the it's like the kind of like it's like a dc comic come to life because yeah you know <laughs> like luther bro luther, he's got plants yep. poison ivy's gonna <laughs> pop through it's the invasive species everywhere we have our own version of batman i don't know who he is i don't know where they are but um, quite possibly one of the worst things, if you are my friend and you ask me to take you there, I will literally drive you, you into Lake Washington <laughs> with me in it. I will not. Oh I do not. We do not stand for that blasphemy in this city. <laughs> Some it's people too do. expensive. A lot of people anyway. do, actually. You need to know someone at Amazon. Yeah, to go there no too. one's trying to get in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not worth the not worth the hassle. <laughs> but a slow follow up to that as well is uh, South Lake Union. Um, yes, I mean I have to say the only redeeming factor is Mohai. Right, and you know Mohai is a muse- museum of history and industry. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I believe. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, South Lake, South Lake Union could have been where um, Paul Allen wanted to build his um, Central Park of the West, but. Seattle voters said nah. So then we just got stuck with the tech industry. Thirty years. Come on, what Seattle voters. Y'all don't want a big public park. Come on now. Come on now. Plus, they did the same with we. Our forefathers did the same with uh, public transportation, bro. Come on so now for the for the light rail to Northgate. Maybe we could have done a done a tier list that was inclusive of areas that are deep. If you don't have a car, you could just jump on the light rail. But nope, kick Northgate <laughs> Mall all the way out of there, physically and literally. But yeah, South Lake Union, man. I mean, it's a it's a mess of traffic. It's just all industry. Yeah. It's the it's Mercer mess tech man. industry. The Mercer mess, bro. If you've ever been stuck on Mercer trying to get an I five, like I, I look, I haven't even gotten. I that has not happened to me that often, but it's mostly because I try to avoid it. Yeah, like I go out of my way to avoid that. 
um, worst traffic mess, um, limited food options. I have friends that used to work on South Lake Union. They were like, we just, you know, it's, it's a whole mess of people just living there, coexisting, not like vibing with the city at all. Just kind of like they're feel, it feels separate from Seattle as a city, honestly. But uh, we're moving on to C tier. Uh, Jess, you want to get us started on C tier? Yeah. So starting us off on C tier, we got the Fremont Troll slash the Wall of Death because they are in the same like proximity, same like mm-hmm. plot location. Uh, <laughs> I have some memories of Fremont Troll, but I mean, I think it's a great place to go if you just want to take, you know, that fun, like quirky selfie group picture with your friends. But I don't do I don't think it's like as popular as, you know, people want to make it seem right. Like, I don't think like I'd spend like a whole hour. Well, it's top tier quirkiness. Right, it's right, right. It's definitely top tier quirkiness. That's true. But like, is that, does that go into our, t- our tier list? No, bro. You no, get stuck at C tier. No. Yeah. You get stuck at C tier. Right. And it's just a troll, right? Like he, he's been under there for like thousands of years. <laughs> like he has, he has a lot of time. Like you're just another person to him, you know? Bro, he... He's been holding on to that car for a generation and a half, bro. What is that even? A, a Volkswagen, bro? A Volkswagen, man. You know, shout out, shout out the Fremont Troll. But like, you're, it's nothing more than C tier. It's like, it, we last time we were going there with tourists, tourists, you know, or when my cousins came to the United States for the first time from Norway. Yeah. I cannot name you, bro. I always pass the wall of death driving home because at least that's like adjacent to the trail that's that right. goes underneath the bridges there right. on the wharf and stuff. But. Yeah, dude, I definitely see tier. <laughs> it's fair, man. Yeah, so moving on, we got you know when I first read this, I thought it said Uwu District, but we got, too, <laughs> we got the U Dub. We we got the U Dub slash the U District, aka my soon to be school. No, no shade, Harald, but you know Harald's a cool. Mm-hmm, that's why we put him C tier. Gets to hate on me all the time, but it's cool. But, no worries. That's why UW is C-tier, where they deserve to be. <laughs> but, you know, one of the top public universities, but also known for its spring cherry blossoms. You see a lot of tourists. You see a lot of people going there for their spring pictures, their graduation photos. Husky games are great there, too. They've got lots of food. But I don't know. What would you say? Like, why would you why would you put it as a C-tier hole? I mean, personally, I'd put it like a little bit well, higher. But what's yeah. what's your take, man? A little bit higher, but you're biased. I'm not saying I'm. Yeah, biased, that's true. I'm, I'm too biased. biased, but you're biased as well. So yeah. our bias, if 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 I could, I'd put him D tier for obvious reasons. So yeah, I'd put him okay. possibly B tier, C tier. Look, I got mad love for again the UW homies. I got mad love for the campus itself. It's it's a pretty wonderful campus. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I, I I've spent many a summers in summer camp in like writing camps, like creativity camps, just like general summer sports, whatever camps always happen um, on the mall at UW. And, um, you know, been there with plenty of friends over the years and everywhere from the library systems to, uh, to just like being on like the brick mortar um, open, open areas of UW, you know, it's just a college campus. I mean, it's like, there are students there working, there are people working, and like you're not really going there as a tourist, so like kind of got to take that into account too. Is that this is a tourist destination? Like it's different if you go to school and you in in UW or you like take your your nightly jog or you like your <laughs> weekly run through the campus because it's a really nice area. There's hills you can like you could challenge yourself on the stuff like that, like athletically. But like you know, U District as a whole as well. Like you've got U Village, which is I like U Village. I I just go to pick up Chipotle and like groceries from there sometimes because it's just yeah. a lot easier to get to. I don't want to have to worry about finding parking on Cap Hill or whatever. Um, 
but yeah, man, I, I think it's just solidly C tier because the food options are great. Obviously, parking is not, and the only place where mm-hmm. it's really easy to find parking. And like, I don't know. Again, you're taking your 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 out of friend out of town friends um, to this new zone. Um, and I, I would maybe even th- I would maybe think that the best chicken spot in Seattle is in U Village. Mo- Mo- oh, Maono okay, chicken. Okay. I, spicy yep. take because they got spicy chicken. Ah, uh, <laughs> hell, good spicy chicken. Nice. But that, and J- Rachel's ginger beer and stuff is yes. really nice. But you know, U Village is also very expensive. It's gotten expensive over the years. It's not really a fun touristy d- destination. You can right. go there for Din Tai Fung maybe. Right. Um, but you know, C tier because I'm biased. If I wasn't biased, maybe it'd be B. But I'm obviously biased, or maybe I'm not. You know. Hey, that's you fair. That's fair, man. Result. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of Maona, they also got a branch in uh, Capitol Hill, which is our next location that's on the C tier. Oh, so we talked with our junior consultant, Kevin Schilling, about this. The reason why we put Cap Hill in our C tier is, yes, there are lots of things to do in terms of food, dance, music, culture, but just seeing everything that's like going on, it's like, you know, the rents are getting high. You know, if you're just moving to Seattle, you might live in Cap Hill. But, you know, there's not a lot of things like to do as much as there was back in the day. And I mean, I can just think of like some few examples, you know, there used to be a lot more like clubs and like, you know, hip places to go. Um, but they're all hip. closed now because of COVID, right? So like, it's not as popping as it used to be or active as it used to be but i don't know do you have like a few like i'm all ever oh go ahead go ahead Yeah, i'm only ever finding i'm only ever finding my place um up on capitol hill just like to again pick up groceries or maybe get some food to to like pick up and stuff like that but you know it's tough i mean grew up playing baseball there like you know once we came of age could go to the to the clubs or to like just like cult like i don't know social spaces that existed before covid happened um and there's some pretty dope spots and again pretty much grew up on capitol hill like with a lot of friends of ours that live in capitol hill you go after school whether or not it was washington garfield or if you went to school in the area a lot of your friends most likely lived in capitol hill around the area so you'd find yourself walking through cal anderson all the time like volunteer which we'll get to because we're not volunteer it's its own entity from the capitol Hill. we're really talking about the business district um but yeah no i feel you yeah so we put a c tier right solidly there and moving a little bit up north from Cap Hill, we got Green Lake and Woodland Park Zoo. They're just, you know, next door neighbors. But the only reason I can think of Green Lake is if you want to do like a 5K or like a mini like marathon type thing. And then the zoo, like, I mean, I love my I love my elephants, but you got to free those animals, man. Like <laughs> they've been up there. Yo, shout out Woodland Park Zoo. Shout out Woodland Park Zoo. We, yeah. we were talking about this. We we're like one of the again with the whole speculation or stipulation thing on the on the tier list. All of these infinitely become better in the holidays because right. you got right. like we said with downtown area and downtown and Bellevue areas like you've got zoo. I like what is it called? Zoo lights. Zoo lights. Yeah. Or something like that at night. Yeah, you just spend the night at the zoo and it's like all the night animals are out and the um, lights are all like abundantly across the the zoo itself. I mean, it's a great experience if you're a kid, especially, but like yeah. that's like that's a fire time to get there if you're an adult. Like that is like mm-hmm. they, they also serve alcohol. So nice in certain sections. That's all I'm trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> but I forget for touristy destinations. So I feel it. It's just yeah. deep too. Again, with the yeah. like Capitol Hill is one of its redeeming factors for the business district is that it's central. Right. But um, 
it's not it's not easy to get to Green Lake unless you know the bus system. <laughs> like there's no public transportation that gets you straight to like city hubs and stuff. Yeah, it's not. And you know, speaking of like a little bit inaccessible places, we got the Paramount Theater. Um inaccessible because of its very inaccessible. Like, yeah. High high art. High <laughs> performance. <laughs> arts uh, okay look admission I, I i'm just gonna say that it's expensive to get to yeah. there man yeah it is no it is super expensive i mean you what hamilton came there stomp bro remember when stomp was popping like yeah stomp was, the like, lion the main, king the lion king's the there main. too dude cats cats, <laughs> cats. <laughs> oh no the musical not the movie both equally weird but wonderful in their own ways yeah but we have some memories like I mean, Harald, you mentioned like you performed there for the hot Java, cool jazz. And uh, I, I performed there once you know. when I was a kid, but this was like way, way, way back when. When I was hey, you still the... performed there though, because I performed there when I was like four years old. With That's true. Shout out. Got shout that out uh, shared experience at the Paramount. But uh, yes, you're so expensive. Come on, like lower your prices, like increase your sight lines. Come on now. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, it's at least C tier because it's iconic. Like it's, it's, directly across the street from where the new convention center is and if you know seattle you know where the paramount is Um, even if you're going downtown you'll see the paramount it's just the iconic marquee sign of the paramount just being there um right there perfect (laughs) that in its own it's just one a one second sightseeing trip straight on to the waterfront which we'll get to yep that's true you want to move us into our b tier we are yeah we are going to move into b tier now which where things start getting a little spicier in terms of the takes, um, where some of y'all might think these deserve to be A or S tier or even lower. Uh, we're hitting the middle ground, starting with one of our favorite parks. And this is this is where we think we we get to like our enjoyability of these spaces becomes significantly yeah. higher, just as people who live here. Um, these are these are things we would probably do on a given day, but you know, we still gotta tear them out to a certain degree. So anything here on up, I think Jess and I recommend totally to take your friends and family there if it's yeah. a, if you're able. Um, but Golden Gardens, it's at B tier mostly because it's deep, parking's weird, and there's not really anything to do. You got to bring your lunch, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's why people go to Golden Gardens is for a day, right. day out on the beach. It's beautiful sightseeing. Like you got to be there at Golden Hour, aka, like you know, I don't got to say the name again, <laughs> but um, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's um, it's a bunch of just people just picnicking hanging out um around fires they got volleyball nets up um there's like even a little mini um park set for the kids to get in on it you got any good um golden garden memories dude i have plenty of golden garden memories just like one quick notable <laughs> one was just like my friends like brought along like their guitar and ukulele we just started jamming on the beach singing that filipino national anthem lemonade by jeremy passion oh yeah um, hey i just had to shout him out but yeah that's my most that's memorable amazing. memory of golden gardens gg gg <laughs> um similarly to kind of hard to get places I, I don't know if you would consider queen ant hard to get to it's very hilly mm, like if you're yeah. getting street parking it's gonna be a little weird but kind of the entirety of seattle center we're putting at b tiers so that's mopop armory imax the monorail itself it is an experience. I mean, like if you come to Seattle, you I would take the homies to I would take my friends um to Seattle Center if it's yeah. any one of those places. Mm-hmm. And Chihuly Glass and Art Museum as well, <laughs> which is a little bit more expensive to get into, but Hey, rip um, the fun forest, bro. Equally a good place. Rip the fun forest. 
that dude if you, man the fun for is another harbor of germs and disease but <laughs> you know where most kids ball pits are those were like at mcdonald's what do you think was more infectious the the ball pit at mcdonald's on rainier or the uh or no the 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 burger king or the um or or the fat or the fun course, bro. That's hey, those would be eight years back in the early two thousands, man. Not Yo, that's S tier. If I'm five years old, fun force <laughs> S tier. Um, self explanatory. But yeah. um, yeah, Mopop, uh, formerly known as the Museum of. <laughs> I'm forgetting right now. Experience What's it music <laughs> project EMP. The EMP. Oh, EMP. My yeah. goodness, look at me calling myself like I'm a local. <laughs> but we also have uh similarly to those museums uh the museum of flight south king county mm-hmm. south seattle uh museum of flight is just kind of a staple like we've been to museum of flight a handful of times yeah boeing has just been so crucial in the development of our area as um an industrial i'm not even gonna say powerhouse but you know the center of aviation right <laughs> that's a that's a, even a little bit more narcissistic um <laughs> But uh, you won't feel narcissistic if you go to the Museum of Flight because, <laughs> like that transition, you can go into like planes, like they've got the full like, uh, like interior hollowed out, um, old like fighters from like the World Wars and even like the ones that are just used for commercial planes. Like there's a lot of stuff about space mm. exploration. It's a really fun time for the kids and above. Um, got to support the uh, local aviation heads here in South King County, um, and we're kind of like also gonna group this into our own self-made section we've deemed the arts district jess the downtown um, arts district. plenty of great memories downtown dart what, what is it called again downtown arts district dad <laughs> there we go we are patenting that tonight um but that's gonna include a lot of places like like the famous jazz um uh, bars hole in the wall bars uh triple door and jazz alley uh, we've had chances to see concerts and perform at both places. Yep. Um, amazing Jess. Um, it also includes Benaroya Hall, where a lot of friends of ours have performed too, as well with the uh, Youth Symphony Orchestra, Seattle mm-hmm. Youth Symphony Orchestra. Siso. Sim- Symphony. Symphony. Siso. Siso. There we go. I always just thought Siso was its own word until someone <laughs> told me, no, you're kind of dumb. It's definitely this. Um, and also Sam. We're including Sam. So, it, you know, why would you think these are all solidly B tier? Because I think we're pretty agreed on those. Yeah, I mean, like, this kind of goes into my whole Paramount thing, like, the inaccessibility, like, in terms of price, but also, like, I put it above Paramount just in the fact that, like, I feel like you can get a lot out of, like, these, I guess, like, the downtown arts district, like, get a meal, enjoy you some great- You can't eat food at the Paramount. You can't yeah, eat food at you the Paramount. Yeah, you can't. Like, what, what are you going to eat? Like, popcorn? Like, no, no one wants to hear you crunch <laughs> on, like, some $5 popcorn. No, you got to get- like an entree, some appetizers at Jazz Alley, at Triple Door, maybe a few drinks. But mm-hmm. you got live music. You got like a really nice vibe. Like and you can go to a museum. You can go to like other musicians playing. Like it's such a holistic experience. That's what I'd say. That's what I'd Yeah, say. because it's also a variable because you never know what's going to be uh, uh, on display at Sam. Right. You're never going to know what's going to be, who's going to be performing at Ben Arroyo, Jazz Alley, Triple Door. Um, so, yeah, it really does just go with the accessibility on that, honestly. Um, but our last two uh, spots at B tier go to the Seattle Public Library, the main central downtown location. Like we said, not a part of downtown in our rankings, but its own thing. 
um, and Discovery Park. Uh, I don't know why I clumped them together. They're very different. But the library itself is um, just this monstrous... I say that not in a bad way either. Just the only word I can think of to describe its enormity. It, it's just so large. It's all glass. What, seven, eight stories of just yeah. pure novels and books and storytellings. And I think there's even the first and second floor are devoted to like learning centers, like public spaces for anyone in Seattle to go into if they have a Seattle public library card, which everyone in the city should have. I have not renewed mine in Ooh. many months, but <laughs> definitely going to when the pandemic is hopefully going to be over soon. Nice. But um, yeah, no, the library is uh, definitely beach here because it's in downtown. No one wants to go downtown and find parking just to visit the library. But if you're <laughs> down there, check it out. It's a modern achievement in architecture. <laughs> Um, but kind of similar reason for why Discovery Park we put at B tier again, very similar to Golden Gardens. It is like the most western, northwestern tip of this area of central Seattle that you can get to. And um, there are places like, uh, I mean, like the lookouts itself are worth the trip. Um, parking's a mess. Like it's another place where you've got to know someone with a car. And if you're in town, like touristy with someone who wants to actually go there, like you, the trip itself is fun. It's just through the woods. Like you really feel like you get detached from the city, even though you're not too far away from downtown. Um, yeah. Discovery park is pretty awesome place um, to go in general, even if you um, can deem it to be a little bit too deep, which it definitely is, but uh, <laughs> you can get out there. You should get out there. Great views. Oh. Great views. Um, which moves us up to a tier. Jess, you want to get us started with, I, I don't think this is controversial at all. This is our least no. controversial opinion. of yeah. the day, yeah. Or maybe even in, cause maybe people consider it S tier. Right, right. And if it's A, no way. No way you can disagree with these picks. So starting us off, we got the iconic, the famous Space Needle. If you were telling anyone you're going to Seattle, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Obviously, Space Needle. Needle. Yeah, there you go. Uh, The reason why we didn't rank this S, and you know, this may be a spicy take, is, you know, if you're from Seattle, like you've been, you've, you've seen it multiple times, you see it when you drive. It's a little bit pricey. It's on the pricey end, but I think with the renovations, it's definitely worth it. Would you say so, Harold? Yeah, I want to visit one day. I haven't been back to the Space Needle again since that trip where my cousins came from Norway. I was quite literally a child. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, nothing to work off of there. But, yeah, no, I feel it. Yeah. I'd go back. I think it's eight. It's definitely eight tier. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. The iconic nature of it itself. Yes. And while you're 700 feet in the air, if you want to go back down to be grounded, you can take a quick trip to Lake Washington, which is also super beautiful. You know, rent out a canoe, pull out a beach blanket, just chill like at any park along the coast of Lake Washington in the Seattle side, of course. So we're thinking like Madrone Park, Madison Park, you know, just like put on some music a genesee bro don't sleep on genesee 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 how how can i sleep on that man but yeah it's iconic lake washington so that's what it's about and we're gonna jump into (laughs) an a-tier category which harald you know I'll, i'll let you steer this one but the seattle sports district pioneer square why is this in the a tier yeah, I mean, it's tough because we didn't want to put it at S tier. That would also be a very biased move. I only had room for one of those today. I already made that call with um, <laughs> Dub. But um, yeah, Seattle Sports District. I mean, we we have some pretty successful sports teams in this city and many of whom are going through the um, primes of our franchise's lifespans, I would say. Yeah. Except for the Seattle Mariners, but they're well on their way. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But if you ever, again, it, it's not S tier as well because it's like kind of a variable. Like when you're going to be in town, who is playing who, what sport is in the city. Um, and it'll probably even expand once the NHL team here go cracking. Yes. But um, yeah, we also kind of included um, along with the experiences at the stadium um, itself, uh, kind of the pre-gaming, just like in general, even if you're not getting lit, <laughs> <laughs> even if you're not drinking. Um, there's a lot of great food options in Pioneer Square. Pioneer Square itself is one of the most historically old and, um, you know, pretty interesting districts to kind of, it's like livable history. Everything's cobblestone on the ground. Um, you have the, all you have that's pretty like modern is the streetcar running through, but, um, a lot of great food options. Uh, I know the Sounders have a march to the match where pregame thousands of fans will join up and, and march from Pioneer Square to, uh, Lumen Field to, um, uh, prep for the game we have a huge supporter culture in this city for soccer we have the 12th man that's self-explanatory loudest fans in the nfl don't want to hear it kansas city you're literally named the chiefs <laughs> fix your franchise before you come after our our decibel mm. levels um and safeco field t-mobile park whatever you want to call it regardless of the mariners being the mariners it's always a fun time to go it's cheap you can get tickets as low as ten dollars especially right now with the vaccination section yes don't sleep Tap on that. in um don't sleep uh yeah just sports in the city you know they fluctuate but it's a great experience to take a friend out of town if the times align yes and you know when the times do align because they got a sundial there go to gasworks park you know gasworks oh. park used to be a very like industrial like place that you know there used to be like sludge coming out like hence the name gasworks park but you know it's a great place you know if you're taking a friend out for prom or like a date night definitely great to go um and just like chill out go on a picnic fly a kite if you're into that kind of stuff um lots of great memories <laughs> you're into flying a kite yeah <laughs> and speaking of other parks we got volunteer you know seattle's all about public service you can actually volunteer at volunteer did you do you know about that Harold? i actually did not that is some good news what are you volunteering for Oh, I don't, I don't volunteer because I volunteer other places. <laughs> oh, he volunteers at other places. No, no, no. This yeah. is no shade to I volunteer. Save. I say. But Volunteer Park is a great place to go if you want to check out the observatory. They also have the greenhouse and then also um, the Seattle Asian Art Museum. So if you're ever in town to check out Volunteer, it's definitely A tier quality. Just an all around great park to visit as well. And while you're yeah, at it. Separate from Capitol Hill. Separate from Capitol Hill. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice walk too. If you, if you want to like burn those calories from your Cap Hill foodie adventures, just take a quick trip to volunteer. Yeah, and speaking of going around Cap Hill and walking, you could also walk through the Chinatown International District, also known as the CID. Harold and I, we've had plenty of adventures there. Do you want to share some like <laughs> memorable memories there? Oh, yeah. You got all the bubble tea spots. You got all the dim sum. You got all the local eateries from a diaspora of cultures across Eastern and Southeastern Asia. I mean, the history that we talked about even in episode two with Myron about just like the culture, it existing, living culture in the CID is pretty incredible. And, um, you know, again, it, it could possibly have been S tier if there were more activities to do. Um, I mean, if you know about the area, you know about like the night markets, you know about like there's a lot of street fairs that happen, especially during the summer. But, you know, that's again a variable thing. 
that if you're, you know, it's not an all around year S tier kind of event, but for, I mean, I find myself in the CID a lot. I had friends that have lived there. I'm sure we all have had people that we've known that have lived in the area, at least, um, you know, Oasis, Uwajamaya, um, great view of, of downtown, the lake, everything really. It's um, one of the, one of the few pockets of Seattle not truly touched by mass, like, building um or new construction buildings and and just mass gentrification even though it it has been in some ways but it is a great spot to take your friends family from out of town to get a great bite to eat i shout out um specifically tai tung what's your spot oh no i mean tai tung that's that's good i would say is that it's it's up there that's no no that's that's up there you know i have a place it's like low-key hole in the wall but also like a lot of people sleep on this i'd say um asia barbecue it's right there on jackson um my family used to just like love getting like some roast duck roast pork roast chicken up there Mm -hmm. um like with their rice and veggies as well um so that's that's my favorite staple out there i'd say yeah amazing well it's really close too to um the bainbridge uh ferry or any ferries for that matter it's a little far out of like downtown seattle just but yeah i mean we can i love a fair good ferry ride go outside have the wind blowing in your face in your hair it's amazing mm-hmm. hear that toot toot see the seattle skyline <laughs> bro that's a that's a real toot toot bro yeah Be conversing with the dolphins <laughs> and the orcas call me aquaman mother nature Mother nature. Man. That is too too many DC references for a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, find yourself on a ferry because they're they're amazing and they're quite honestly one of the most iconic things about our part little pocket of the United States. Yeah. Um, but also quickly just to round out um, a tier before we get to the vaunted S, um, we got a kind of a combination of three public spaces that we recommend y'all check out, and we definitely put a tier. We have Jimi Hendrix Park. Um, which Jess is in our uh, neck of the woods, is in the Central District. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked about in episode two with uh, Myron. Uh, Jimi Hendrix Park is a newly minted Jimi Hendrix Park, but the park itself has been there forever next to the Northwest African American Museum. Um, it's just a great little area to walk around, to just like kind of exist, take in life, check out the museum, support the culture, support the um, the area. There's some food spots up, up Jackson, up MLK, up 23rd, all the way up there. So, you can get a nice bite to eat, especially in these times. Sit down with your other homies in a bubble. Put down the blanket. Amazing. Absolutely nice. amazing. Um, the Arboretum, not too far away, mm-hmm. a little closer to me, up in Madison Park, Madison Valley area. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is the Arboretum. It is our Arboretum. A um, lot of uh, high school shenanigans happening there. But uh, outside <laughs> of high school, it's a great just like area to – uh, just kind of like you know, walk around and appreciate nature. It's um, one enjoy of those the trees. Small pockets of Seattle. It's talk to the trees. Be the Lorax that <laughs> we intended you to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's definitely getting cut. But yeah, the arboretum itself is just um definitely A tier, high A tier. It's almost S tier. We almost had it. We may have moved it down for another spot. We're gonna go over. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also want to round out uh section A tier A with. Uh, one of my personal favorites, um, and Jess uh, also uh, chimed in on this bike <laughs> tunnel I five lookout. You got to talk about that, Jess, because it's a little. It's not going to come up when you look it up on Google top tourist attractions. But I have taken every single one of my friends and family out of town um, to that spot at one time during their trip. 
if it was during the day or night, beautiful views of Mount Rainier, yeah. beautiful yeah. views of I-5, the floating bridge and self is so unique and Lake Washington as a whole. And as much as we, you know, we put Bellevue at D tier, uh, you get a nice view of Bellevue. It's right. A yeah. Great general spot to be in, but with friends, don't go there alone. Yeah. Please, please <laughs> do not go there alone. It's super, especially at night. Catchy, yeah. But I will say though, even during the day, yeah, <laughs> but if you do plan to go there, you bring in a friend that's never been to Seattle. Tell them you're going to Sam Smith Park. They're going to be like, Sam Smith Park? Is Sam Smith over there? Is that, is that named after Sam Smith? Yes, it is related huh. to, or not related. It is named after Sam Smith, but not the Sam Smith that you're thinking of. Sam Smith, a local community leader here in Seattle um, with a storied history, which is why, hence the name Sam Smith. But also, if you love Sam Smith, you know, go to Sam Smith Park, blast some Sam Smith, ride a bike down that tunnel beautiful and boom you see a beautiful view of the lake and mount rainier what else could you ask for beautiful not, and not much jess but much. you know what we can't ask for s tier s tier from you so if you want beautiful exquisite charming free things to do this is what we highly recommend with our s tier recommendations so in no particular order within the S tier. Starting off, we got Alki, Alki Beach area. What, what more can we say? You know, if you want to go to California, but you just ended up being in Seattle, Alki <laughs> is the place to go. It's like on budget <laughs> California. <laughs> if you go to on the budget, Alki. a little bit more seafood, a little bit more Northwest seafood. Yeah. You got any favorite spots or an Alki you want to share with the people? What you love about Alki? Fish and chips, Pegasus pizza, just like being with friends around a bonfire, whether or not they're from. I mean, the move would be to, you know, go with your West Seattle friends and have you spend time there. You end up going, um, you end up going home to their place afterwards and you all hang out as a friend group. Um, it's it's a pretty wonderful place, especially during the summer. But it's even nice during the winter, too. You can have a pretty decent view, honestly, of the new year's fireworks off at the space needle from there he's like like we're talking about with that you can see the space needle um the white sandy beaches i mean some parts are are more sandy than others it <laughs> becomes a part where you just hit the gravel but um you know what are you gonna do with the beach in the middle of seattle <laughs> no that's but true. um yeah that's a true. wonderful beach you could take a dip in the chilling waters of the puget sound yes see the um, crack in there too. but yeah really wonderful yeah really wonderful views of our surrounding islands um the ferries that we talked about earlier and not a too far of a walk from, uh, and this is what makes it better. And in our opinion, and higher up the tier list than Golden Gardens, you have a lot of businesses to go small business shopping. You've got everything from Starbucks to like the smaller, um, smaller food options. Um, fish and chips, really good on on the walk along the beach. Uh, a lot of people going like on their skateboards, like on their bikes. It, it's just a general S tier location, in Seattle. You got to check it out when you visit the city. Right. And since like Alki is like super expansive, it's along a stretch, like at least for me, like when I've been like, I've never had problems like with parking or at least like being with friends. Also, shout out to Peter Ashley. Mm -hmm. We just went out there like yesterday to get some tacos and just like chill on the beach. So definitely great. Place. Oh, marination station, bro. Appreciate that's that's like the that's like the yes. end to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's right by the water taxi. So if you want to come in from the docks along yeah. Seattle, just take a quick water taxi. Boom. You're in Alki. Easy money. And another option we got here is the new waterfront slash Pike Place Market slash Olympic Sculpture Park, all within great walking distance from each other where you can enjoy 
the water. You can enjoy the food. And you can enjoy a great time with friends. Do you have any special memories about these three places? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I remember when the Olympic Sculpture Park itself opened. That was just an event. Like, that was a whole week of, like, all these new structures went up in, like, areas that were kind of surrounding the old Seattle PI building on the waterfront. Wasn't really known for usage. It was, like, a lot of just dirt piles, right, if I don't remember correctly or some kind of housing. It, it, it just was not an area that was for public use. So when the city bought it up and built this outside Olympic sculpture park, they deemed it they had the, that iconic, the Eagle, I think it's called, the big yeah. red sculpture people from out of town have probably seen. Um, I, they just have a really, it's, it's a really nice just area to be in, um, similar to Alki, where you're right on the water, surrounded by businesses and options, uh, places to eat beautiful sculptures outside it's s tier out of s tier if i've ever given a ranking s tier to yes. a specific place um that also goes for pike plays and the new waterfront um we probably could have put the new waterfront down in honorable mentions but because uh, <laughs> it's not technically finished yet but now that the viaduct is no longer a thing yes. and we have an underground tunnel shout out bertha um <laughs> you're going to be able to fully enjoy as a tourist along with us, the new waterfront that they're building downtown, which Jess, I know we've been tapped into since uh, like high school, honestly, like we've been keeping tabs on the movement of that project. And um, hopefully the plethora of benefits it's going to bring us as like people who live here and just the city in general. Yeah. It's going to be a great, you know, strengthen booster whatever you want to call it for seattle businesses along the waterfront and honestly like i know it's going to probably going to be finished by the time like we're going to have kids or whatever but you know i think it's really going to redefine like what seattle is and you know what it was meant to be so i definitely agree with you there um but also i mean it's like the most untapped potential area yeah totally and once you're done like at olympic sculpture parking take a quick jaunt to pike place market you know you got some artisanal bread you got some fresh seafood you can get some drinks you know it's a all around once again holistic experience right and you know it's just i mean who doesn't who doesn't like to who doesn't like to have the um the picture in front of pike place yes the main one with with the sign there you got you know the little pig down there (laughs) get some fresh flowers for the little pig there's like 40 pigs all spread throughout the area yeah there's so many pigs but you know if you want some fresh flowers for your loved ones you know it's definitely a great place to be um and it's free you can just get some free smells but also you know you have to pay for the food but it's definitely free smells it's it's definitely worth it it's definitely worth it. the fish the, the fish. fish toss man that's another yes. staple that's like I, the, the fish the fish toss on its own made it s tier yes the seafood that's why it's s tier it's true so we recommend y'all just check out that long strip that's that's undeniably s tier but our art to round out our s tier uh section we're gonna go with um probably the most s tier of s tier things in seattle ever to exist um carry park if you're not familiar with the park by its name um it is probably the most famous lookout point in seattle where you see all of downtown, the waterfront, the Space Needle. It's right above Seattle Center, and it's in Queen Anne. Um, not too hard to get to. There's parking. There's food options around the area. Plus, like Jess was talking to me about earlier, it's kind of just like the touristy spot. So, again, while it's not something we would do every single day, 100% of place you got to take your out-of-town uh, friends and family to visit. 
and uh, enjoy everything that Queen Anne has to offer? Question mark. Um, but yeah, shout out Queen Anne. Uh, kind of very hilly area. Not fun to like walk up the hills. If you <laughs> but um, yeah, decent parking too for like how tight and cobblestony the area is as a whole. Um, but yeah, Kerry Park just literally goes S tier because of how iconic that lookout point is. You could even pop up a couple quarters into a view viewpoint, like a binocular set of binoculars. Do they have those there? Yeah, little telescopes there. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we recommend that y'all check out that. So our S tier as follows. Alki, the entire waterfront, all the way down to Olympic Sculpture Park and Kerry Park. Um I was about to say, leave your uh, comments in the comment section below. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, if y'all want to like leave us a review for the podcast, hopefully five out of five, if y'all want to come through for your homies, for your boys, um, and let us know where your favorite S tier spots are in Seattle so we could check them out. Um, but yeah, hopefully y'all enjoyed this kind of short that ended up becoming a little longer of an episode, but you know, we really had to give you our in-depth thoughts on these uh, on this tier system that we created obviously us we created s through d no one else <laughs> um this is innovative to the nth degree um but yeah thanks again for joining us uh everyone from wherever you're, you're listening to panoys versus the world um we'll plan to see you in two weeks from now um for episode four a full-length episode and is there anything you want to finish off um with the listeners just yeah, I'm just going to say Seattle is a beautiful city. You know, we're very like privileged and blessed to be living in such, you know, a place with the mountains, the sea and lots of things to do. So if you're ever in Seattle, check out our recommendations or, or don't. I mean, or don't <laughs> you could trust us. We hope you would Nah, check it out. I'm just giving Jess a stick. But we'll uh, see you all in uh, two weeks. Thanks again for listening to Panoise versus the World. My name is Harald Hillseth. And I'm Jess Warnich. Bye. Peace.